Welcome into the Crypto Bunker podcast. Hopefully you guys are doing well on this Sunday and I just wanted to update uh, on a few things in crypto um, that I've been doing. Uh, You know, I've been getting a little bit more into NFTs lately and I'm going to do a few videos, uh, NFT beginner series on my YouTube channel at the Crypto Bunker. Um, you can also follow me on Twitter at crypto underscore bunker, and you'll find more information there as well on some of my thoughts on a day-to-day basis. But overall, um, NFTs are the next wave, and we're going through that the beginning of that wave right now. Um, not many people know how to use the technology to trade NFTs or to buy NFTs, but NFTs are basically digital art um, that is programmed into the blockchain and gives you verified ownership of that piece of art or that asset. So usually there's projects that come out and say there's like 10,000 pictures. Uh, One of the projects that I recently got into that I'm very bullish on is called on-chain monkeys and it's hard to talk to to like regular people about this stuff because it's like you don't know how deep you can really go without you know sounding nuts but what I can say is that on-chain monkeys um, basically it was made by a guy who is a total genius. Um, He's one of the first people in Bitcoin. Um, He runs his own company uh, in crypto, and he also... He created the on-chain monkeys in one single transaction, which is the first time that that's ever been done in recorded history with an NFT project. He also did it so that they are all on chain and so they're all on the Ethereum blockchain. And this means that when he made them, he he basically programmed the traits into the code. And so the smart contract that he made in this one single transaction actually created 10,000 of these different monkeys, uh, these these art. And they're, they're sort of like kids art. So it's, it's not... It's not all about the art. They're very clean, though. Um, You know, there's no, like, smoking or, like, you know, any crazy things that are, um, like, too crazy to look at. Um, It's very, you know, calming, sort of peaceful. It's, It's like a kid's sort of cartoon. And Bill Tai, who is the first investor to commit to Zoom the platform that most of us use on a day-to-day basis in our work. Um, Bill Tai is one of the first investors in Zoom. He's investing in this project. So he owns an on-chain monkey. And it's not just about the digital art. It's about the community. So it's about being part of something and being able to verify that you're a part of of a community of of, uh, people and what OnChain Monkey is all about, it's all about charitable giving. Um, and that's what Bill Tai tries to live his life around is give good karma and then get good karma back. Um, 
So he's kind of built his life around that. And I can just tell you, he's one of the best investors of all time. And he is going to push this project forward um, as much as he can. We're, we're already connected with Giga Connect, which is part of the Elon Musk Foundation that um, is giving back to kids, trying to connect kids with the internet throughout the world places that don't have internet we're trying to connect them and so one of the monkeys we're auctioning off for um, this giga connect um, and so there's gonna be a lot of things coming uh, the, the, there's gonna be announcements tomorrow on uh, Monday about about this um, sort of roadmap of what onchain monkeys is all about I am, then I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to transition to talking about crypto here a little bit. Um, in, the, you know, in the past, I've talked about Sushi, Aave, Polkadot, and Ethereum, and Bitcoin, obviously. What I can say is that I am actually 100% Ethereum now. And that's not to say whatsoever that I don't believe in those other projects. I definitely do. But I don't want to miss out on what I think is the best opportunity that we've ever had in our lifetimes. And so I want to maximize that potential while also being safe because Ethereum is the second biggest crypto asset. So there's a little bit less risk of it completely, you know, going, there's less risk, obviously, of it totally going away. Um, You know, with the SEC stuff coming in and Gary Gensler, you know, talking about regulating the space, um, Ethereum is a commodity. And so it's, it's under the CFTC guidelines it's a little bit less risky and it also sort of represents the entire crypto space in a way um so it's kind of like investing in the s&p 500 at the very beginning of the s&p 500 um and trying to pick another token obviously i i really think those other ones will do well but trying to pick and choose which ones is like trying to pick one of the S&P 500 companies and then um, saying, okay, that will last in the, in the index in the top 500 for multiple decades. Because Ethereum connect, is going to, you know, Ethereum is the base layer of all of these projects. Whether they want to admit that or not, they need Ethereum to bootstrap their ecosystems. Um, The liquidity with Ethereum, you know, the fact that it's a $400 billion asset and some of these other layer ones like Polkadot, Avalanche, Cardano are not, you know, very close to that, that value. So the point being that I believe Ethereum has almost more upside than those coins plus less downside and so I, I just think there's just no other way to look at it. Plus, with staking coming, um, I want to stake as much Ethereum as I can. Um, 
because I'm going to be able to earn 6% interest on that. And so also Ethereum is burning so much ETH right now, you know, about five ETH per minute um, or something like that. And so, so far we've burned maybe 400,000 ETH, um, which is just insane, guys. I mean, so the, the thing is, is that Ethereum as an asset is going to be deflationary. And I've said this before, but people do not understand this yet. People do not understand what's going on with Ethereum because if they did, it would be worth trillions of dollars already. The fact is that not only is Ethereum used to buy NFTs, to participate in decentralized finance, to participate in almost any application. Well, for sure, any application that's built on Ethereum, you need ETH. Plus, it's going, it's burning ETH. So it's every transaction is burning 70% of that ETH. And then you have ETH staking coming. So people are going to lock up their ETH and earn the interest. So they're not interested in selling. They want to earn that interest. They want to be paid in ETH. And so in the end, it's going to be about a negative 2% issuance rate. So there's an issuance rate of, of ETH. But with the burning of ETH and with the, the, the less selling pressure and more people holding ETH, it is going to be a negative 2% issuance rate, which is Bitcoin right now is about a 1% plus rate, inflation rate on average. Ethereum will be a negative two. So if we start with 120 million ETH when this starts next year, in two years' time, we may only have 80 million ETH. Get it? <laughs> okay. <clears throat> so this is a blockchain that's going to power the metaverse. It's going to power decentralized finance. It's going to power NFTs. And it's going to power the way that we operate as humans. And it's deflationary. And it's needed in all of these transactions... And it's going to be deflationary. So I just want to highlight that because I think it's important. This has nothing to do with the price of Ethereum right now. This is just the fundamental basis of Ethereum. This is the fundamental case for holding and buying ETH. Because right now the fundamentals are very much off base. It should be a lot higher for what this is. People don't understand it. They're also, they're also pricing in a risk that ETH 2.0 isn't going to go through, which is not going to happen. It is going to go through. 99.9%, I'd say, that it would that it's going to go through. So, at, in the, at the end of the day, I, I just want to own as much of that asset as I possibly can. And I'm done playing these games with these different coins where they go up, you know, 50% and then they go down 50% and then they go sideways and down and up. And I just, I'm, I'm done with it. I, it's, 
it's like gambling and you know I, I understand that they could go up more than ETH maybe but at the same time I don't think they will I mean it would is it more likely that ETH goes to 30,000 or Polkadot goes to 300 in my opinion it's 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 crazy but it's it's more likely that Ethereum I think goes to to 30,000 um so again at the end of the day I just wanted to put this out there to give some context around what I'm doing um I believe NFTs are going to make a lot of people a lot of money um, long term. Uh, you know, there's a lot of people trading and flipping NFTs. I do not think that's a good idea. I think getting into a few good projects like Atom Bomb Squad, Stoner Cats, and On Chain Monkey uh, is a good idea for a long term hold for digital art that also comes with, you know, Utility. Um, I also bought the first digital slam edition of uh, The Future with Zion Williamson. So I bought a digital cover. Uh, as people know, the slam magazine, it's like an NBA magazine. And um, they're like one of the more famous kind of collectible magazines uh, in sports. And so they've done a lot of great photos over the years and this is their first uh, attempt at an nft and it was uh you know it was called zion williamson the future and they're going to come out with more of these so that's going to be the first one in history that they do they're going to come out with an entire series of past slam covers that will be um that will be coming out soon um they partnered with DraftKings, so DraftKings is going to have NFTs uh, in partnership with Autograph, which is Tom Brady's uh, digital art company. All, Tiger Woods, all, I think, also is a, uh, it's his company as well. Um, so a lot of big things happening with NFTs, and I think if you get into the right ones, uh, you can just multiply the amount of ETH that you make on that. Um, you know, I think that any NFT that's worth 0.3 or less and you think that the community and the utility is, is worth it, I think it's a good shot. Um, obviously, that for some people, they don't really conceptualize like, okay, am I going to pay $700 for a JPEG? It's not, it's not just a JPEG. It's on the blockchain. It has utility. You're considered part of the community. You're verified part of the community. And then these people are going to work to implement these, th these you know, characters into, you know, cartoons and into charitable giving and into, um, you know, advertisements and just different things. Like, there's so many things that can be done with, with this art that then you can also profit off of from that because you're a partial owner of this asset. So... Uh, that, that pretty much wraps it up for me. Um, if you haven't, please follow me on Twitter at crypto underscore bunker. Also, check out my YouTube at the crypto bunker. And have a great night.